0: owned by an old family friend, Eli Kaufman. Caleb's elder sister, Sadie, had married Robert, the oldest of the Kaufman sons, while the youngest Kaufman son, Timothy, had been Caleb's best school friend. He wondered how his old friend was doing these days. He would have to stop by and visit him before he and Susie returned to Ohio. Dot! Susie yanked Caleb toward the entrance to the farmer's market. Let's go! Caleb stifled a laugh. The little girl had her mother's impatience, too. I'm coming, my liva. They stepped through the double doors, and the holiday smells of freshly baked cookies and breads, spices, and pine assaulted Caleb's senses. The market bustled with customers, English and Amish, rushing to the many booths. Scanning the area, Caleb spotted booths for baked goods, jellies and jams, crafts and gifts, and paintings. A sea of shoppers pushed past Caleb, and he dropped his hold of Susie's hand as he approached the baked goods counter. What kind of pie did you want to get, Susie? Caleb asked. Do you think a pumpkin pie or apple? When his daughter didn't answer, he turned around and found a group of English customers pushing toward the counter. "'Susie,' he called. "'Susie!' He glanced through the crowd, finding only unfamiliar faces. "'Susan! "'Susan!' Caleb's heart raced as he pushed through the knot of holiday shoppers, searching for his only child. "'Susan!' Naomi King straightened a king-size, lone star-patterned quilt and glanced at her best friend, Lily Lapp, who was glancing through the order book. I can't believe Christmas is next week. Where has the year gone? Lily shook her head. I don't know. That's a very good question. An English customer approached and began asking Lily questions about custom ordering a queen-size quilt as a gift. Turning her back to the counter, Naomi hummed to herself while mentally listing all she had to do before Christmas. She still needed to shop for her parents and her eight siblings. And then there was the baking for the cookie exchange, and she had to, Excuse me, a little voice asked, interrupting her mental tirade. Naomi spun to find a little girl leaning over the counter and pointing toward the king-size Lone Star quilt Naomi was draping over a wooden dowel. May I help you? The girl adjusted the black bonnet on her head. Did you make that? Naomi nodded. Yeah, I did. It's Shay. The girl studied the quilt, her eyebrows knitting together in concentration. My mom made a quilt like this once. Only she used blues and creams instead of maroons. Naomi smiled. I bet that was Shay. Can I touch it? Of course. Naomi held the quilt out, and the girl ran her hand over it. The girl studied the quilt, her eyes trained on the intricate star pattern. My mom promised she would teach me how to quilt someday. I bet she will. I think I was about your age when my mom started teaching me. The girl looked up, and Naomi was struck by her deep green eyes. They reminded Naomi of the deep green the pasture turned every spring. My mom is gone, the girl said, her expression serious. Gone? Naomi set the dowel in the rack and leaned over the counter. What do you mean? She's in heaven with Jesus? The girl ran her fingers over the counter. Naomi gasped, cupping a hand to her mouth. I'm so sorry, You must miss her. I do. I was only... She began. Susan! A man rushed over, his expression full of fear. He placed his hands on the girl's shoulders and angled her to face him. He crouched down and met her at eye level. I turned my head for a moment and you took off. Do you know how much you scared me? I thought I'd lost you. What were you thinking? I'm sorry, Dad. The girl shook her head, tears filling her striking eyes. I saw the quilt stand and I wanted to come see the quilts. The man sighed and closed his eyes for a split second. Standing, he took her hand in his. Don't do that ever again, his voice pleaded with her. Promise me.